Hi guys, I know all of you have been waiting very eagerly. I've got a lot of messages from you guys where you were eagerly waiting for me to cover the Prashna Upanishad. I'm here with that today. Prashna Upanishad or Prashna Upanishad is a very powerful Upanishad. It asks certain prashna or questions to the sage Piplada by his students. What happens then? Piplada says, Tanhasa Rishiruvacha Bhuya Ekatapsa Brahmacharyen Shadya Samvatsaram Samvasyata Yathakamam Prashnam Prashata Yadi Vikyasyam Hasabaha Vo Vakshyam Iti. He says that I will give you all the answers that you want, but dwell with me for a year. With tapas, with brahmachade, with shraddha. Then you ask whatever questions you want to and I will tell you whatever that I know. The first question that the students asked was, how did life begin? So Piplada mentions, Prajapati did tapas and created two principles, Rai, which is matter, feminine, and Pran, which is spirit, which is masculine. And thinking that these together will couple to produce more creatures in many ways. That is how life began. The second question that was asked was, what is a living being? Now the second question starts with three questions. How many Dev or Gods are there that uphold a living being? How many of them manifest their powers and who is the best? Sage Piplada opens the answers to the three questions by listing the five cross elements, five senses and five organs of action as expression of deities. Pran is the most essential and the powerful because without it all, other deities cannot survive in a creature. They exist only when Pran is present. The deities manifest their power because of in the honor of the Pran. The spirit manifests itself in nature as well as life as Agni, as Sun, as Air, as Space, as Wind, as that which has form, as that which does not have form. The third question that they ask is, what is the nature of man and how is it so? The third Prashna of the Upanishad asks six questions. Whence is life born? When born, how does it come into the body? When it has entered the body, how does it function? How does it go? out of the body? How does the life interface its relation with the nature and the senses? And how does life interface with the self? Sage Piplada states that these questions are difficult. And given the student's past curiosities about the Brahman, he explains it that follows Atman Esh Prano Jayate from the Atman or the self is life born. He mentions life enters the body by the act of mind. It governs the body by delegating work to the other organs, which are specialized to do its own work, independent of the other powers. Just like a king commands his ministers to govern the functions in the villages, in the same manner the life enters and the mind works. The human body has a heart as the principal organ of the self, from where arise 72,000 nadis that diffuse air throughout the body. It is this life breath which interfaces self to all organs and life in the human body. Then it states, seven lights depend on air circulated by arteries in order to function, which is a phrase which means the two eyes, the two ears, the two nostrils and the mouth. The fourth prashna 
that the students ask is, what establishes a man? The fourth prashna itself has five questions. What sleeps in a man? What is awakened when he sleeps? Which God in the man is that sees the dreams? What is it in the man that experiences the happiness? On what is all this founded? The Prashna Upanishad begins the answers with a simile to state the background of the extant theory before offering its own explanation, like the rays of the sun that withdraw into the disk as it sets and that disperse ever more as it rises. All gods, which are the sensory organs inside the man, withdraw and become one in the highest dave named the Manaha or the Manasa when he sleeps. The fourth Prashna of the Upanishad thereafter presents the five fire theory pointing out that the pran or the breath of the life force does not sleep, that the mind sacrifices the food stored in the body with the pran provided by the breath in order to serve the mind. The dream, states the Prashna Upanishad, is a form of an enjoyment for the mind, where it reconfigures and experiences again in new ways what it has seen before, either recently or in the past, either this life or another birth, whether true or untrue, such as such, whether heard or unheard, whether pleasant or unpleasant. In dream, mind beholds all. There is a deep sleep state which is known as the Sushaptaha, where impressions end and the mind too sleeps without impressions. This is the complete state of mind relaxation or body happiness. It is then when everything in a person retires into the Atman, the Brahman, including the matter and the elements of the matter, the water and the elements of the water, the light and the elements of the light, the eye and what is visible, the ear and what is audible, the smell and the objects of the smell, the taste and the objects of the taste, the touch and the objects of the touch, the speech and the objects of the speech, the sexuality and the objects of its enjoyment, the feet and what is movable, the hands and what is seizable, the mind and the objects of the mind, the thought and the objects of the thought, the reason and the objects of the reason, the self-consciousness and objects of the self-consciousness, insight and objects of illumination, life force and object of the life force. After setting the foundation of its dream theory and deep sleep theory, the Prashna Upanishad defines the Atman or the Purusha or the Brahman as the cosmic self, as the consciousness, as the soil of all beings, as the universal principle. It states, Esh hi drishtaha, sprashtaha, shota, ghrata, rasyata, manta, bodha, karta, vigyanatma, purushaha, sapadikshraha, atmani, samprashtishtate. It is he who beholds. Touches, hears, smells, tastes, perceives, thinks, reasons, conceives, acts, whose essence is knowledge, the self. His foundation and dwelling as the supreme, indestructible self. The Prashna Upanishad answers that happiness and bliss in man is the established calm state of knowing and dwelling in the Atman, the spiritual state of truth, beauty and goodness. The Prashna Upanishad opens the fifth section with the question, if a human being sincerely meditated on the symbol Om, until his death, what would he obtain by it? The section then asserts that one meditates to know self, then metaphorically presents the different levels of meditation, the levels of knowledge gained and the consequent effect on the person of such meditation in this and afterlife. The Upanishad asserts that there are three levels of Atma. The lowest level being the partial for meditating only on the first letter of Om that is the A. 
This leads to a quick rebirth, but with the ethical strengths and consequently greatness, the intermediate level of self-knowledge is akin to the meditating on two letters of Om, which is A and O. The intermediate level of self-knowledge leads the man to gain ethical behavior and the world of Manaha. He first enjoys the heavenly life and thereafter is reborn to the world of man. The person who meditates on all aspects of the self, that is the A, O and M, they reach full self-knowledge, is liberated from all suffering, sin and fears and reaches the world of Brahman. Such a man beholds the self as universal pervading in all creatures and eternal. The Prashna Upanishad symbolically likens the three states of knowledge to sets of three, being awake, which is the Jagrat state, the dream sleep, which is the Swapna Avastha, and the deep sleep, which is the Shushupti. When all these three stages we cross, we go out of the Maya into the Turiya, which is the God Consciousness. These three pronunciations also make us feel these three tunes deep inside us, the Mandra, the Madhya and the Tar. The Mandra is the low note. The Mandra is the low note. The Madhya is the middle note. And the Tar is the highest note, the highest consciousness that we feel. The last question of the Prashna Upanishad asked by the students to say people are die is, what is immortal in man? The section states, Piplada says, Self is immortal. The knowledge of the self, the knowledge of the self that the self is the Brahman and the Atman at the same time is the highest knowledge. This states the closing verses of the Prashna Upanishad. I hope you all enjoyed the questions that were asked by the students to Sage Piplada and the profound answers given by the Sage. This is what the Prashna Upanishad talks about the various Prashna, the various questions that were asked and the answers that were given. I hope you all enjoyed this. Thank you so much for joining in. Stay tuned. We'll be doing a lot of Upanishads in the near future as well. Take care and have a good day. Bye-bye.